Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. You ready to rock and roll? Let's rock and roll, ladies nice. and gentlemen. I Let's love go. it. I love it. I love it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> Why do I say that? I don't know. Where did it come from? What does that even mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it means. It's probably something my I think dad. it just means like, you know, absolutely. But you just change up the word. I don't know. It's it's simply the word absolutely, but instead of loot, you say fruit, and there's absolutely no reason to do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I think I've been saying it since I was like 10, and now I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop either. Yeah. I, there's a uh, an IMA student that I was in the IMA with, and every time we had to leave somewhere... You know, like, you know, we'd have to go pick something up from the store or, or we were just going to lunch or sometimes even at the end of the day, we were just locking up and, we you know, we were going to hang out. He'd always say, all right, let us go tomato. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? I was, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let's go. But you just say, let us go tomato. Oh, lettuce. Yeah. Like the, like the salad. Lettuce. Like the salad. Yeah. Lettuce. Lettuce. Go tomato. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why do you say that? that that's lame. Who who was that? No, I don't want to know. It's so lame. It's not funny, and it doesn't have any kind of context it do, attached. It doesn't to it. have. It was just. It was so weird to me. I was like, "This is so weird." Yeah. Why do you do this? <laughs> don't say who it was. I don't want to know. I hope they don't listen to that because I called them lame. <laughs> but all right. Um. Let's let's check our fantasy. This isn't actually fantasy football. I don't know why I call it that. Let's check our our predictions. Yes, so let's check our predictions. I am ten and two. Yep, you're ten and two. I started. I got. We got a little scoreboard in here. You guys can't see it, but I got a little scoreboard going now. So I'm at eight and four, and uh, the Lions. The Lions beat the Saints like we predicted. That's what we we both predicted that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. I was really happy about that. <laughs> Of course. Anytime you get something right and it's the victory side it, of things. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, you're it's, in a it's, double it's really good. good. Yeah. It's really good. Um so let's uh let's go to this week. Yeah. What are you thinking this we week? We got man? the Chicago Bears. Mm. Last time the Lions beat the Bears, yep, by a four minute miracle almost. Yeah, it felt it, wa- it it definitely wasn't a miracle. It was the Lions just actually remembering how to play football for four it, it minutes. It was like uh, however long a game lasts. Was it 60 minutes? Yeah. So for 56 minutes, the Lions <laughs> forgot how to play football, and then for four minutes they remembered, oh, yeah, and then they won. And then they won. That's right. kind of embarrassing for the Bears. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with I think the Lions win. I'm going to predict a victory. I think that last time we played them, Justin Fields tore us apart, but he was fresh, rested, hadn't played in four weeks, wasn't banged up at all, uh, was just full of energy. And I think he's been playing for a few weeks now. I think he's kind of brought back down to everybody else's level. Um, I think the Lions win. The one thing, though, Pashlik, that's making me hesitant to pick a Lions win is that our... Our defensive lineman, Aline McNeil, is out. Man, 
He's not this. And I think we're going to really feel that. I got a question. Are the Bears coming off their bye? Uh, I don't think so. I can check, though. If they're coming off their bye, yeah. I got I got some second thoughts about this weekend with this weekend's game. Cuz that means they're they're rested again. Like Justin Fields was like 4 weeks rested and just played like he he was the best athlete, the most rested athlete on the field that Sunday. He played like it. Yeah. Are they coming off their bye? I think so actually. I was just looking at it. That's that's frustrating. Um let me see. I know he's checking his yeah. phone right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I was I was checking. I was checking trying to find their. Yeah, they they're coming off their bye, so they've had they've had a long long time to recover. Yeah. All right. That 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 could change things for sure. Okay, you're going with Lions victory. I'm still going to go with Lions victory. All I'm right. believing they can beat the Bears. I feel really bad about. I feel really bad about this game this weekend. I do. Yeah, I think the Chicago Bears are going to win. You think the Bears are going to win? I do. All right. I think we're going to. I'm predicting a Lions loss. All right. I just think that. I think our defense can't handle Justin Fields. They're coming off their bye. They're a little bit more rested. They've been game planning for uh, their coaches. At least they've been game planning for longer. I know the players. They go on vacation during the bye weeks. But hey, yep. I think that the uh, I, I just think we can't stop Justin Fields. I don't know. Anytime he plays the Lions, he has career <laughs> games. Right. I'm telling you, it's frustrating. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields played the Minnesota Vikings two weeks ago. It was terrible. He didn't throw like so a single bad. pass beyond three yards. He never completed a pass farther than three yards. It was ridiculous. It didn't throw a single touchdown pass. Yeah. I think they won that game, what, 12-10? Yeah, and they kicked all field they goals. They kicked four field goals, couldn't score a touchdown. It's They turn into them, they turn into the real them when they play any team. And also when they <sighs> play the Lions, it's like, let's drink our Superman juice and go. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what's going on here? I, and for that reason and that reason alone, I, I say Lions lose. All right. I say Jared Goff struggles in the weather, whatever the weather is in Chicago and Mid-December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So All right, I'm there sad you have about it. it. I'm sad about it. I don't, I'm don't. i not boasting in this prediction. <laughs> it's just, just depressing. I, I'm sad. I'm d- depressed. Just I understand the prediction. I really do. I think I think it's a good prediction. I'm still going to – I'm still going with my win. You're, um, you're going to gain ground on me, though. If, if, if I'm right. I know. Um, I know. I'm going with the win. I could be wrong. I definitely, th- I think this game could go either way, but I'm going to go win. I'm going to go with the Lions victory. All right, going to go with the Lions loss. We'll see what we'll see what we're like next week. All right, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, you uh, you done talking football? You want to get into our our main topic for today? Yes, and I'm I am really excited to talk through this today. Yeah, you brought this thought up to me, and it's not an original thought by me. Just so you know. Okay, right. But you brought it up. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it since you brought it up to me this morning. And it's a really interesting thought. I'm excited to unpack it. Okay. So here's here's what we're going to talk about today. It was a um, a thought given by another pastor. And he was given a leadership lesson. It wasn't a preaching Sunday morning message. It was a, it was a leadership lesson. Right. And uh, he said this. He said, children value 
things. Yep. Young adults or adolescents value experiences. Yep. And mature people, older people, value people. So good. And I, I love that because you can give really easily give an example for every one of those things. I think about my children right now wa- walking in we're walking into the Christmas Oh yeah, we're you know, we're full-fledged Christmas season right uh-huh. now. And all my children are completely obsessed and and singular focus on the the item they want for Christmas. Right. And Oh yeah. It's what they value the most. At, at this age, they, they're not evaluating ex- experiences. I think if we were to even tell them, hey, instead of giving you presents this year for Christmas, we're just going to take you to Florida. Right. They would be sad. Yeah. Right. I I was thinking about this today and from my life. And I think I've shared this on the podcast before, Pastor Luke. But I just remember this story of being, I don't even know how old I was. It wasn't that old, maybe like six. And there was this giant... Uh, fire truck that I really wanted for Christmas. That sounds awesome. And it had it was like one of those ones that had the ladder, you know, that would go up and down, and it made you know had the lights and it, you could drive. You don't want to actually drive around, but you know, you would go around. You could hit buttons. It would light up, make sounds. Man, this thing was so cool. And uh, my, I, th- I had actually asked like my grandparents for it, but I remember opening up a gift that my parents had handmade me. This really cool toy box. And I remember opening opening it up and looking at my parents and being like, oh, but this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, that was so dumb. Like, but I was so singular, fo- yeah. singular focused on yeah. the one thing that I wanted that I didn't even value that. Oh, my parents put so much time into building me this handmade toy box <laughs> like that I still have. It's way cooler than any plastic truck. That I could have gotten. Yeah. Like I would have destroyed that truck in a month. Yeah. But I still have this handmade toy box from my parents. But I was so singularly focused that it didn't even matter. Yeah. Christmas time for a child or really any time for a child, they don't value the people they're with. Right. Or they don't even value, they don't value where they're at. Yeah. It's, it's mainly about things. Things. They want the things while they're with the people. They, right. If they don't have the things, then it's not a good it's not a good experience. It's not a good time. It's not a good experience. It's it's mainly about the things. If if they they'll they wanna be with the people, they wanna be at certain they experiences, they wanna be there. But if the thing isn't with them, then the value the, the value of the experience and the value of the people drops way low. Uh, it just tanks. It tanks. It tanks way low. That's that's what sh- that's how children value the world around them. But I remember even as I age, as I became a young adult, even as I became a high schooler and a college student, and even a little bit after college, I my values changed. Hundred percent. I wasn't really excited about uh, you know the latest Nintendo uh, console or. Xbox coming out or PlayStation yeah. coming out, it began to change a little bit. I I was more excited about going on trips. Yeah, I was way more excited to go uh, snowmobiling or mountain biking or sledding or or snowboarding. Yeah, hundred percent. I think 
you could you see this with even with like teenagers, like, like you said, high schoolers, especially college age kids, even a little after college, that the things that we are willing to give up for an experience are incredible. You know, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to miss, you know, uh, a big family event. Yes. But I get to go on this trip. So, oh, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'm going on the trip. Yeah. And you, know, you see the, the, I guess I could use the word immaturity in a child. Yeah. When they value the, the things more than people and experiences. Right. You, you are, you, since they're children, you're, you understand. Right. Then you, give, you give some grace to them. You give a lot of grace. Yeah. And then you kind of get older and you get a little bit more mature. Yeah. And you, you start to value experiences and it feels like you've matured. Right. Because yeah. even as like, let's say you're you're 18 years old and you're about to go off to college and maybe it's your like final Christmas at home, your senior year of high school and your parents are like, we're going to take you to uh, uh, Cancun, Mexico right. for Christmas this year. You're like, oh, and you can bring a friend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is going to be the greatest Christmas of my life. Right. Because you've matured a bit. Right. But there is still a trap of immaturity in this season of life. Absolutely. And it's the it's the fact that you are willing to sacrifice people in order to have a great experience. Yes. And I remember I remember being in this age, I remember actually being in high school and talking to to my aunt and being like, "Hey, like I want to just like for my birthday or Christmas or whatever it was, like I don't want you to get me anything anymore. I want to like I want to go out and do stuff." Yeah. And so she would like for the years when I was in high school, like she would give me like concert tickets or take me. Uh, I remember one time she took me to this like massive, like, uh, like horseback riding farm or like, I don't know. She would like take, take us to these places or like buy us tickets to go do something that we normally want to get to. I was like, wow, man, this is, I'm like so much more mature than when I just wanted things. <laughs> you <laughs> right? you are maturing. And, and, and you are, you, you are maturing. But the, the thing is, is that there's still another, there's some, something more important than that. There's something there, more important than an experience. There's a, there's another step in this. Right. That, That's that, a good way to put it. There's a, there's another step. I, I I get excited when I see the transition happen in teenagers. When I see the transition happen in young adults to to this from things to experiences. Yeah. I love having conversations with with teenagers and, and young adults who are like, this year for Christmas I didn't ask for anything. I just want to. I just ask everybody to give me money so I can go on my missions trip. Right. Oh. Yes, seeing, I see this growth. I see this uh, uh, this element of like awesome growth in you, and you're like, "Oh, this is great. This is fantastic." It's there. There's a, there's a spark in there. There's something there. There's something growing. I love that when you see that happen. Yeah, I love it too because, what, like you said, it is a step up in maturity. Yeah, hundred percent. And so it's it's very exciting to see somebody go go with that step, go up that step. And there's a, but there is a little bit of a um, what's the what word do I want to use when I'm when when you're at this stage of life? You're still really selfish because you can be. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, right? There, there's an element of selfishness involved in this with some people. They are willing to <laughs> sacrifice every single relationship in their entire life to have experiences, right? They'll leave everyone, everything to spend a season of their life around the world. 
Oh, yeah. And they abandoned people. Yep, 100%. 100%. <laughs> they just abandoned everybody. And a poor, I, I understand a side of it, though. Like, wow, how what a great time to be alive. You you know, you're at an age, you, maybe you're single. Right. So, you know, and, and, and you can afford to just sell your, you can just afford to just sell everything and, and take a job traveling the world or something. Right. There's not much holding you back. You don't have any of these res- like true responsibilities yet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, what a season of life to be in. And, and you can do it. But then you're going to realize something as the years go on living like this. Yeah. Is that you're gonna realize I'm missing something. I'm missing something. I miss my family. I miss some of my old friends. Mm-hmm. I miss having value, having real uh, personal, in-depth relationships. Right? Because it'd be very difficult to. I mean, don't you think so? Yeah, to just like to just tra- travel the world and have act, like serious relationships. Yeah, I would think unless you're traveling the entire time with a like small group of people. Yeah, which I'm. I, I don't know if it ever really happens. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that, that ever really happens. I, that, that's the only scenario I can dream it up. Yeah, um, and I don't, and you're right. I don't think that's usually how it how it goes down. Mm-hmm. And and so you just. Uh, and you kind of hurt – you do unintentionally hurt people in this stage of life. Just like a child kind of unintentionally hurts people with their desire for things. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> even as a parent, like my wife and I will plan these like amazing experiences for our kids. But if we forget like one stuffed animal, <laughs> you know, like every time they go to bed while they're in, you know, Disney World, they're crying. Right. Because they don't have little stuffy, the stuffed <laughs> animal. Right. And you're like oh. – <laughs> just gave you the greatest day of your life. Right. And you're like, I'm creating this incredible memory for you. Like yeah. we're, we're having this incredible experience and all, all you can think about is little stuffy. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, as a parent, you're like, oh, you don't say it, but you're like, oh, I wish that you just were valuing the, ex- the experiences here with right. uh, and your family more than your little stuffy. But, and, and, the, and this, this stage of life too, it's, it's kind of the same thing. You, you unintentionally... Just like a child doesn't realize they're hurting anybody's feelings. Like, right. But you're kind of unintentionally, you're going to hurt people in this stage of life if you're not careful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think that it's really important as we're, as you mature, like there, there's not like a moment, Patrick, where you're like, oh, that's it. I'm, I've gone from one stage to the next. I am mature. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's not quick. Um, it can be. It can take a while. Yeah, and there's a con. There's a a constant maturing that's going to happen in your life. But talking, you know, this is our youth and young adults podcast. We're talking to teenagers. We're talking to young adults, and when you can begin to see that the most important thing is people. Yes, and I think that's that's a big part of it because, like we said, like things aren't bad. Experiences aren't bad. Like I still love experiences. Yes, but I still love things. <laughs> I still love things too. <laughs> one, one of uh, one of the uh, voices, a guy that I listen to, a pastor I listen to a lot. He says, you know, if you ask me, do you want to go on a trip? He said, my first question is never where. He said, my first question is always who's going. Hmm. 
And he said, because if the right people are going, I'll go just about anywhere. Anywhere can be fun. Right. It will be fun. It's like, if you take, you could take me to the greatest place in the world, but if I don't want to go with the people that are going, it's like, I'm going to say no. Yeah. And and I always find that he 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 uses that a lot and I always find it interesting to think about like, man, because he's gotten to a point where he's realizing this experience is going to be incredible. But I want to make sure that I'm experiencing it with the right people in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, that the people that I love that are closest to me. And he always says, you know, man, if I could go on a trip and his, he, he's, he's a bit older. He, he has uh, all of his kids are uh, grown. One of them's married. He's got grandkids. The other one's like in college. His youngest kid is in college. And he's like, man, if you tell me we're going on a trip and my wife is going to be there and my three kids are going to be there, so I don't care where we go. So we could go to the, 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 the wrong side of the tracks downtown. Like, let's go visit the dump. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a great place to be maturity-wise. Like, hey, I want to if, – if I'm going to go on this experience, if I'm going to have this, this moment, I want to make sure I'm doing it with the right people. One of the things I really, really loved about this, this – this, uh, I don't know what we're calling this leadership principle yeah. is I felt like it challenged me. Like I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And, and then the, the guy said something too. He says, um, as you mature, you don't devalue things and experiences. Mm, that's good. What you want is you want to have things, but with people. Wow. And you want like to have that. experiences, but, but with people. That's good. I want to bring people with me yeah. to enjoy these things, to have these experiences. That's so good. And he's, he said that, and I thought, oh, that's it. That's like the next phase, to not just stand on my pulpit and preach. <laughs> things are bad. Right. Experiences are bad. It's all about people. Like, right. no, that, that's, we're not calling anybody this like Amish lifestyle. <laughs> you know, raise a bar in a day or else get out, you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> get home and turn your butter. Um, this is not what we're talking about. What we're, we're talking about is bringing people with you. Yeah. That's so good. And there's a whole lot more to this, too. It makes me think about Pastor Aaron bringing people with you, not for your selfish reasons. Yep. Yep. I was just... You ever, you ever been pulled along into something and you realize, I'm only I'm only here because I have the car or I have... The, yep. 100%. <laughs> hey, can you help me move? It's, you're only asking that because I got a truck or, yep. hey, can you... Yeah, can, oh, I can give you example <laughs> after example about that. So you, you don't want to <laughs> abuse this. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, I it, it really works at its best. It's yeah. really working at its most... Purposeful reasons and, yep. and, and at its best when it's not done for any selfish gain. Yeah. Yeah, I love – I was just thinking about uh, about Jesus and then about the apostles, right? Because Jesus brought them along. Oh, yeah. He, they oh, were yeah. zero use to him. <laughs> as, a matter, as a matter of fact, they are pain, you know? Right. <laughs> it's just like, did you forget already? <laughs> How long must I? How uh, long? <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> like, how long must I be with these men? Yeah. Like over and over again. He's yeah. like, got to be thinking like, 
I'm I am the son of God, and <laughs> I, I gotta deal with Peter again. I created <laughs> the world. And this guy, I'm like, here stuck in with Bartholomew, <laughs> and he's got no faith, right? Like, yeah. but but he brings him along. Why? Because it's 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 more. It's not about the experience. It wasn't just about the it, like. He was doing miracles, uh-huh. the greatest experience ever. Yeah, he was he was making bread out of. A little tiny bit of bread, right? Like yeah. he, he fed five thousand people with a few loaves and a few fish. Right? He was yeah. making things, but it was about the people he was pouring into these guys around him. Yeah, he's constant, and so I think it's so important that we're constantly trying to pour into people. That we're constantly trying to create a community that's all for each other. Mm-hmm. That's not just like. <clears throat> Like you said, that I'm not trying to get somebody into my circle because I like a skill set that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting. I want to get to know somebody. I want to befriend somebody because I want them to be my friend. Jesus um, never valued things over people. That's right. Um, and he never valued experiences over people either. So. Uh, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to unpack here. We don't even have enough time. I know. I was, I was about to start sharing some stuff. I don't think we got time for it all. Jesus wasn't anti-things. <clears throat> nope. He just wanted to make sure that things weren't above people. Yes. Like I think about the rich young ruler. Yeah. Who wanted to follow Jesus. Yep. But Jesus could see his heart and understand who he was. He was rich and wealthy. He had a lot of stuff. Yep. So Jesus just right off the bat. He went for that one thing. He went for the one thing, knowing this guy's going to value things over people. Yep. So let's get rid of all these things. So all you have left is just all your all you have left is people. Yep. Got to rely on these people. And 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 anytime Jesus confronted anybody who valued things or experiences over over people, yep. he cha- he would challenge that. He would challenge that. But here's how you know that Jesus wasn't anti-things or anti-experiences, but he told parable after par- parable after parable about the uh, the shrewd steward, about the the good steward, about taking care of your possessions, making sure that your your wealth was working for you, right? I even think about that story Jesus shares with the the rich man who who stored up or got this massive crop and he said, I'll put it all in a barn. And he said, you fool. This very night, it's going to be taken from you. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't say you fool because he had a massive crop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said you fool because he put it all in a big barn and didn't he, value the people around him. He valued the crop more than his Exactly. More, he valued the crop soul. more than his soul. And he valued the crop more than the people around him. Yeah, he did. And that was why Jesus <clears throat> called him a fool. Yeah. And so you just see, like, point after point, Jesus saying, listen, like, these things aren't bad. These experiences are like, these are incredible. Like, these are blessings from God. Mm -hmm. And he said, but the most important thing, that number one priority has to be people. It it is. Um, I think about how it's it's not inherently evil. Things are not inherently inherently evil. People are not evil because—or, I'm sorry, experiences. Because— I think about what our future is, and and yeah, it's, it seems to me that up in heaven, things are better. Yeah. Like, like way better. Way better. If, if the streets are made of gold. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's go. And he says there's many mansions. Many mansions. And there's room. Like, I have room for you. And if yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have told you that if I didn't, if it wasn't true. Yeah. Like, so there's, there's. You're going to have some amazing things and you're going to have an amazing, you're going to have amazing experiences in heaven, 
And I know, like, as earthly beings, sometimes you're 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 drawn to heaven, thinking about the experiences, yeah, and the things. Yep. But the God's honest truth is, when we arrive, we 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 will be most excited about people. Hundred percent people. Now you're, you're right now. You're not because you have a f- earthly, fleshly, sh- shrewd, evil flesh mind. Yeah. Thank God you're not taking your mind, will, and emotions to heaven. That's right. You're going to put on the mind of Christ. Yep. <laughs> so when you get to heaven, you get your new body. You're going to get a mind of Christ. You're going to see the world like Jesus sees the world. And you're going to see the streets of gold, and you will have no desire to, to steal a brick. <laughs> 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 right. You'll have no no will or mind to think about it. You will not want to break out the break off somebody's diamond doorknob. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's not going to be there. Right. They're just things. Is it beautiful? Yeah, you're going to enjoy it all. It's going to be the most beautiful greatest experience of your life, but you're not going to put the value of of those things above people in heaven. That's right. Come on. You're going to value people. All of your joy is going to come from conversations with people and experiences with people and going over to your friends' mansions and 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 you'll be able to you'll be able to literally stop and smell the roses. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll have eternity. And and but it, your whole the whole thing of heaven, the number one most thing is people. That's right. And and so. We need to somehow bring that down to our earthly experience, too. That's right. And it's difficult. It is. It's so difficult. And not everybody cooperates. No. <laughs> and it's, but, it's, but it's just like, like, like that, that little example I was sharing about that preacher, right? Are we going on a trip? Well, who's going to be there? Yeah. Well, when, when we go to heaven, well, Jesus is going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of the most important one, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus is going to be there. So when we're here on this earth, if we want to bring this down, if we want to bring that heavenly mindset down to this earth where we're valuing people, what we have to start doing is start letting our mind here on earth be transformed into the mind of Christ as much as possible, right? Not right? So bring Jesus into situations with people, situations with things, situations with experiences. And as you begin to let your mind be transformed into that mind of Christ and bring Jesus in, I think, Pastor Luke, that's when you can see some faster than normal maturity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In people. Yeah. Age has nothing to do with maturity or wisdom. Oh, 100%. And that's why you see adults who still haven't figured this out. Exactly. But you you have seen... Teenagers have I say I figured I, this I out. I could name a few teenagers who are are so passionate about people and excited about what God is doing in people. Mm-hmm. And I could tell you about adults who are so stuck and focused <laughs> yeah. on things yeah, 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 that yeah. they don't care about anybody in their life. Absolutely. So it does not have to do with as you age, it'll somehow come to you. No, if you want it now, you can have it now. Yes. You can put on you can put on the mind of Christ now. No, it's mm. been great to be with you today, Paddy. It's been great. This is, this is a great podcast. I like this podcast. I was getting excited. Praise, praise, praise him. <laughs> raise a praise a Raise a praise a Evan. Evan, a little throwback. A little throwback. You used Love to say it. raise a praise a All the time. Love oh, it. Oh, boy. It's been, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> We just need to close this podcast out. <laughs> we do. It's getting it, it's getting weird. It's, it's, it's going to get more weird. All right, everybody. Yep. We're out. All right. Bye.
Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.